1: This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And welcome to the best show on your radio that when we say move forward, you move forward. It's Freddie and Harry with Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman together presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80 and always, always, always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. How did the Kansas City Chiefs get an F? When it comes to this in the National Football League, we're going to get to that in about 10 minutes, so keep it here for that. Hit us up on Twitter anytime you want, to Coleman ESPN and at H Douglas 83 The Cowboys have been getting an F for a long time when it comes to winning a championship. At a certain point, they may be closer to zero than F because they have not won a Super Bowl since 1995. Hey, Cowboys fans, don't look at me in that tone in the face. You know I'm not lying. But when it comes to their culture and having a culture problem, Stephen Jones son of Jerry. As an executive vice president, he's not trying to hear about a bad culture problem when it comes to the Cowboys. From the organization on down, we feel we feel good about our culture. You always want to be better. Uh, I will say that. Our leadership on our
0: team's outstanding. So, you know, you're always going to have somebody who's, you know, going to say something, uh, you know, that's not you know, that might be, hey, that's their particular
1: thought process on why we may have come up short, but I don't think in general. Personally, I don't think it's an issue. He doesn't think it's an issue. I'm not saying he's wrong by saying it's not an issue, but it's going to sound hollow coming from anybody in a Cowboys uniform based on results that we have not seen since 1995.
2: Yeah, and it's also coming from Jerry Jones' son. True. Right? When, when I think about great cultures and uh, teams that understand how to win, I look at the Kansas City Chiefs and I look at how things start at the top with the Hunt family and how it goes down to Brett Veach and then Andy Reid and then it's trickled down to the assistant coaches and then the players are echoing the same things that – you know, people at the, at the top are echoing. Yeah. When I look at the Los Angeles Rams and Stan Kroenke, and then you look at Les Sneed and then Sean McVay, the message is home. When you look at the San Francisco 49ers and you look at the York family and you also look at John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan and how those guys are able to conduct business. Mm-hmm. When you look at the Detroit Lions, I'm actually going to put them in the situation now because what Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell have been able to do together as a combination is hey this is going to be the culture that we have here with the Detroit Lions this is the message that we're going to send and we're going to relay those messages to our coaching staff in which a lot of them are former players right and the players are going to echo the message and understand what the messaging is and get it through to, to, to other players as well that's why we've seen that football team have success this year And reached the NFC Championship game in which they had an opportunity to actually win. So when you look at those organizations and how they've been able to conduct business, it's not a surprise. And I throw the Baltimore Ravens in there, right? Shadi and what he's been able to do uh, with that organization and how we understand their culture. It's not a surprise to me that they're able to go to big games and play for AFC and NFC championship and compete for Super Bowls? No, it's not a surprise to me at all. And when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, when you look at Jerry Jones, who is the owner and also the GM, and everything's not on Jerry, Freddie, so Absolutely. I don't want to make it seem like I'm putting everything on Jerry because Jerry right. the players got to go out there and do their thing. But yeah. your messaging comes from the top, and then it's trickled down to your GM, in which Jerry is the same person. So if the messaging is is is, is – it's not on point from him, mm-hmm. and now it goes to the head coach, Mike McCarthy, and then yeah. you have mixed, mixed, mixed messages with him as well. Right? How is the culture going to be right for the Dallas Cowboys?
1: It's a fair point. It's an accurate point, and here's something else to that. When it comes to their culture, there's no sense of urgency. Anybody that's a championship team, whether you believe you're on the come-up or you believe you're at the end of maybe that championship window that's closing, there's a sense of urgency. The Chiefs always play with a sense of urgency. The Baltimore Ravens, like you mentioned, they played a sense of urgency. The 49ers, if you thought they played a sense of urgency before, they're really going to play the sense of urgency now after coming that close once again to a Super Bowl and losing in overtime to Kansas City. You mentioned the Detroit Lions. There always seems to be, we got to get this done now or else, no matter what kind of personnel. That those teams have that are either championship teams or competing with championship teams. The Cowboys, they're like, nah, 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 when they get on in the football field. Instead of going out there saying, man, we're going to take somebody apart today, it's like they're holding hands. Nah, 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 and when people see that and they say, man, those guys aren't tough, they don't play with urgency. Their owner doesn't even talk about urgency. We don't have to worry about that team being mentally and physically tough with us when they really have to be. Until that changes and they have that urgency from the top to the rest of that football team, it's going to be S.O.D., same old Dallas, a proud tradition not winning championships since 1995.
2: Well, I'm also going to throw personnel into it as well, because when I look at those teams I just mentioned, when you look at the San Francisco 49ers and they identify, you know what, we're going to get Christian McCaffrey. There's no mm-hmm. ifs, ands, and buts about it. True. Right? When you look at the Baltimore Ravens, okay, the Chicago Bears, they they don't want Roquan Smith? Hell, he fits our culture and what we like to do. We're going to get him. Also, surrounding Lamar Jackson, drafting a Zay Flowers, bringing in an OBJ. Right, We talk about personnel. Right. When you look at the Rams, okay, maybe we need to trade uh, Jalen Ramsey, but we're going to go in this draft and we're going to find some diamonds in the rough. We find Puka Nakua. We have Kyron Williams. We still have a quarterback that we feel like can, can go toe-to-toe with anybody in the league. Absolutely. So let's mix those things together so they still make the playoffs after they went all-in right, for that Super Bowl. They weren't scared to go all-in. Nor did they mention beforehand, you know, we're going to go all in this year because that's what Jerry Jones is did. If mm-hmm. you're going to go all in, you don't have to tell the world.
1: Right. Let, let me see you do it. And be about it. We've yep. seen the Cowboys always talk about it. They always have something to say. They never run out of something to say about everything is great here or everything's fine here or the culture is fine here. The culture's not fine. It's mid. That's what it is. You can't be that in National Football League. And until that message changes – and received by those players, received by those coaches, they're going to be SOD, same old Dallas. They'll win 11, 12 games in regular season. They'll tease people. They'll give you the promise of hope when it comes to Dallas. But when it really gets gritty, when it really gets tough, can you actually trust them? And as of right now, they haven't shown any reason why anybody should trust them, no matter what kind of personal they have or what kind of personal they need to go and get to make sure that that toughness gets a lot better in this upcoming season.
2: And I also believe, Freddie, that's another reason why it's important, it's imperative who they bring in free agency-wise because if you're looking at the linebacker position and you need to be bigger, you need a guy that you know you don't have to worry about on any fronts, I love Bobby Wagner for this team. Natural-born leader.
1: hmm
2: A guy that has the credentials.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. Guy
2: still playing at a high level. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I I like him not just for a leader when you talk about the defensive side of the ball, but the entire team.
1: Yeah. And then go get a Derrick Henry on the other side who's a free agent.
2: So this dawned on me when you look at the Dallas Cowboys, who on their football team outside of Stephon Gilmore? And I believe he's a free agent, though. Mm Who who's won a Super Bowl?
1: Oh, there's nobody there. Well, correction. Jimmy Johnson, they brought back to be part of the advisory well, board. But
2: th- that's what I'm saying. Like, when you look at the fo- the football team, who's, who has that experience and really dug their hands in the dirt on the Super Bowl level?
1: It could be the guy you want them to bring in, Bobby Wagner. I know see he's got I'm, one of those.
2: See what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: I hear you. Well, but will the Cowboys hear you? Now that's the question. The Freddie and Harry Podcast.
0: Must be 21-plus and present in select states.
1: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together. Thanks for joining us and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app presented by Progressive Insurance. At Progressive, they're making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. So do yourself a favor. Learn more at Progressive.com or 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. So where did the Dallas Cowboys rank? according to a player survey in the national football league, when it comes to the best organizations and the worst organizations. Now they have the NFL players association survey and what it is, they have more than 1700 players took part up from 1300 last year. They participated in this survey. It was released by the NFL on Wednesday. And this survey happened between August and November. They were asked to grade teams on a wide variety of subjects. For example, team facilities, coaching staff and owners now the two teams in overall survey the Miami Dolphins number one and the Minnesota Vikings number two Kansas City who just won the championship graded at number 31 only the Washington commanders were below the players survey which is a report card that ranks teams like I said according to various categories based on the results of the survey of players in the NFL Players Association.
2: Don't change a damn thing, Kansas City. Exactly. If you're going to keep winning Super Bowls mm-hmm. with the way things are, mm-hmm. I wouldn't change a damn thing. There's nothing to do. Exactly. <laughs> what what am I changing it for? If we're going to win three Super Bowls yeah. in the last five years, yeah. I, 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 I'm not encouraged to change anything. Yeah,
1: even Chiefs owner Clark Hunt ranked dead last. Out of thirty-two team owners, now these and I,
2: and I, yeah, I don't agree with that either.
1: I, I, I'm with you. Now these grades were based on what players perceived as a willingness to invest in the team's facilities. The Chiefs also ranked 26th in the food cafeteria category, 34th in the, 31st, excuse me, the nutritionist dietitian category, 31st in training room, and 32nd in training staff. Executive director of the NFLPA Lloyd Howell said, and I quote: "To me, this is not a shaming exercise." We want to highlight teams that are doing well, but also highlight areas for improvement, end quote. Now, many people say the Chiefs stand out because they ranked poorly in many of the same categories and last able year. they to win. Exactly, <laughs> because one specific criticism that Chiefs players had was that they had stools instead of actual chairs in the locker room, and the team did switch the chairs, according to NFLPA. This is like Petty Crocker when it comes to this.
2: They had uh, – I mean – <laughs> uh, 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 stools? <laughs> what?
1: The, the main the chief, Here's something else. This is it almost left me speechless. Uh, it really did, which is uh, uh, which is something <laughs> when, yes, when it comes it to is. This show. Chief players also said they were promised after the 2022 season that the locker room would be renovated, and it wasn't. And according to the NFL Players Association, Chiefs players were told their Super Bowl run extended the season so long that the team did not have enough time in the offseason to make renovations. JC Tread who is the president of the NFL Players Association, said, and I quote, I think there's some frustration coming back that, hey, we keep winning Super Bowls and nothing's coming back to us, end quote.
2: Well, I mean, that, is, that could be a thing because the offseason, God, I, I don't know if it's changed. I remember it being March when I played. In, that was a while ago, though. Mm-hmm. And if, let, let's just say hypothetically, you're, you're not done until February, second week in February. Right. I mean, that doesn't leave you a big window to have major renovations to your mm-hmm. to your facilities.
1: Yeah, because you keep winning and you keep playing championship games, yeah. and having playoff games in your building. It's kind of hard to say, okay, you know what? Let's move to Let's move to Germany. And have this playoff I, I, game. Well,
2: I, I know you don't want to be in you no know, trailers having meetings and stuff like that.
1: Right, because they'll complain about that. Yeah. yeah. Whatever message they're trying to get through to management when comes to Kansas City, I guess this is their way of doing it by having a, a chance to partake in the NFL Players Association survey, ranking teams from 1 to 32. I guess this is their way of getting Clark Hunt's attention. Dude, this is it. <laughs> For a team that's been in six straight championship games <laughs> in the NFC. Like we mentioned, Miami Dolphins were number one. Minnesota Vikings were number two. Green Bay was number three. Philadelphia was number four. Jacksonville, number five. San Francisco number six, and Houston number seven. The Dolphins finished in the top three in 10 of the 11 categories and eighth in the other head coach. They were first in food cafeteria, weight room, training room, training staff, team travel, and owner. Minnesota ranked either first or second in eight of the 11 categories. They were no (laughs) worse than ninth in any of them. They were first in treatment of families, nutritionist dietitian, locker room, and strength coaches.
2: You sure those young men in Miami aren't just happy and excited to be in Miami either? That's what
1: I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking.
2: Even if you are mad at everything with the Dolphins organization, you can leave that facility and still be smiling in
1: the ear. It's always sunny skies in Miami, no matter what. (laughs) You can have a terrible season, or a good season. When you walk outside, I'm in Miami. (laughs) I'm doing that thing.
2: Welcome to Miami.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking they'll be fine when it comes to that. And so now it's going to be interesting, not so much of a player survey, but with a team like Kansas City, because they have the chance to the franchise tag, either Chris Jones or the Jarius Snead. Clark Hunt seems to be the kind of owner that says, whatever we need to go get, whatever decision you, Brett Veach and Andy Reid are going to make as a general manager, head coach respectively, go ahead and make it. Because I don't see a mass exodus of players saying, if you don't improve these facilities, if you don't make these renovations, I don't think that's going to be the determining factor if Chris Jones decides to stay no. or leave Kansas City. I think he'll be okay with renovations being pushed back a year as long as he gets his squat. As long he gets his scratch from the Kansas City
2: Chiefs. And I'll be honest, Freddie, I, I, I believe it's going to get done in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really do. I, I remember when I went to Tennessee. I remember I went on my visit to Tennessee, and I was like, oh, man, mm-hmm. this is what free agents have to see." And Amy Adams Shrunk Man really made it a point to change a lot of things. Mm -hmm. Uh, New indoor facility, uh, changed a lot of things on the football fields. Brand new weight room. They have rented that building. Doesn't even look the same when I was there my last year in 2017. So she's really, you know put some money into it. The Atlanta Falcons, another organization. I didn't think anything was wrong with the weight room that they had. I didn't okay. think one thing was wrong with
1: it. So what did they do? They're,
2: they're adding on to their cafeteria, their weight room, and I believe also the meeting rooms as well. So, you know, the, these owners, they do put, mm-hmm. you know, time and money into the facilities, Yeah, the ones that really care. And I believe Clark mm-hmm. Hunt is going to do that. It's just a matter of, you know, when.
1: Right. You know what it is? And I'll, I'll, I'll wrap this up with this. We've seen what has happened in college athletics when it comes to recruiting and facilities. That everybody, for the longest time, they're still talking about to this day, upgrading their facilities. This way, recruits don't walk in and they compare your facility to somebody else, and you're lagging behind. We've seen it with NBA teams how they've upgraded their facilities. I don't care what team you are or where you are, there are a lot of sparkling palatial estates that NBA teams have when it comes to practice facilities to get their players and keep their players ready for the rigors of an NBA season. The National Football League, not saying they have not gotten up to snuff with that, but I wonder how much of, we talk about college mentality, making its way to the National Football League. I wonder how much of this survey, then all of a sudden in a couple of years, that Kansas City is going to have a state-of-the-art facility place. This way you can really lure free agents besides Patrick Mahomes to take a chance on your team. And not go anywhere else,
2: Freddie. I'm gonna take it a step further. I remember playing in London, right, and we uh, we played at Wembley, the stadium, but we practice at Arsenal. Okay, right. That's what we yeah. practice at. Yeah, and we pulling up to the place, and they got a whole bunch of fields over here to the left side, and I see a whole bunch of ropes. Hey, don't y'all even walk on these fields? Is what they told us. Y'all have these two right here. Well, the two that they gave us, I said, well, my goodness. These practice fields that we get to practice and tear up look better than a lot of game fields in the National Football Really? But you know that soccer and that money and soccer is a oh different ball game. Oh
1: my That's almost like mob money. And when we're it comes talking to soccer about teams.
2: You know, a soccer team in Arsenal who, yeah. who's you know yeah. highly thought of as well.
1: Exactly, because they literally print money. for A lot of soccer clubs.
2: Those fields that had those ropes around them uh-huh. don't even walk on those fields.
1: How did they look? Amazing, beautiful. <laughs> I couldn't even <laughs> speak having that beautiful. memory. Either way, that's the NFL Players Association survey. Miami and Minnesota, are the top two rated organizations. Kansas City, thirty-first out of thirty-two, and their owner Clark Hunt is the regarded by the NFL Players Association the worst owner in the National Football League. But I think he'll take those championships because I think the team that he pays the money for, they're gonna be good when it's all said and done.
0: Harry, were you a uh were you a stool guy or did you need a chair? Like, you know, what kind of diva were you? Recliner. Well, in, wow. a, in, a, in, Recliner. Atlanta, in Atlanta we
1: had we had
2: stools. And okay. not one time did we Oh my god, we don't have chairs. Do we think that's now when I when I got to Tennessee, when we redid the locker room, you can sit in your locker. It was like padding and stuff like that. Like okay when that's they pretty, redid it. Yeah, that that's was a pretty different.
1: good. idea. That's a great idea. Don't worry about stools or having chairs. You you got your own personal space where you can I just mean, sit but and we weren't out.
2: mad about the stools when I was in Atlanta. Like I'm, Yeah,
1: that seems to, like <laughs> I said you
2: worried about damn stools, man. You worried about the wrong thing in yeah, my opinion. That,
1: that seems to be a lot of petty crocker going on there with those Kansas City players wanting something that they don't have to worry about paying for. When it I comes have to sit on a stool. I'm mad. There's, in in the NFL.
0: There's this guy on, <laughs> there's this guy that has a YouTube channel that he yeah. will he will go to these college campuses right these big programs oregon you know all these mm-hmm. and their locker rooms in college oh forget they it they got sleep pods they got all it's Fre- it's insane Yeah, it forget ohio it.
2: state i would say ohio state in oregon yeah i didn't get a chance to go in all of them but ohio state in oregon oh Immacul- breathtaking
1: immaculate huh breathtaking he's harry Douglas. i'm freddie Coleman. thanks for joining us i'm freddie and harry presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, SiriusXM so XM Channel 80, and also your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio, the NFL Combine happening from now through the weekend. What kind of Combine questions would we have had to endure if Harry Douglas and I were trying to make an NFL team? Devin Cain has the questions. Be very afraid next on Freddie and Harry. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. It is the Wednesday group thon known as Freddie and Harry. With Harry Douglas, I'm Freddie Coleman. Thank you so much for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. See are section Channel 80 and I always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Keep hitting us up on Twitter. We'd love to see you have to say at Coleman ESPN and at Douglas 83 And don't forget our show handle at Freddie and HD. So we bring in our producer, Devin Kane associate producer that he is, also a proud graduate of St. Bonaventure University. The NFL Combine is happening from now throughout this weekend. Players having a chance to, as Mark Schler, who played in the NFL, used to work here, calls the underwear Olympics when it comes to being pretty much out there. Let's call it as it is. But there's always a certain question and answer situation, and a lot of people want about the questions have been asked, and some have been leaked out to the media saying, why would you ask that question That's nothing to do with football? That's where Devin Kane comes in. We're going to pretend, meaning Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas, that we're part of the NFL Combine 2024. And these questions have actually been asked in the past. We don't know what kind of questions Devin's going to throw at us, but we're going to go one by one. He'll ask Harry a question, then he'll ask me a question, and it will not be the same question, which means there are no chances of having the same answers. So, Devin Kane, the flow is yours.
0: I'm actually going to start with you, Freddie. Okay. And now, listen, I want these answers like like you're in these rooms with these teams, and you're yeah. trying to make a good impression okay uh-huh, okay, Freddie, all right, question to you is this: okay, Would you rather be a cat or a dog oh, a dog? I would never want to be a
1: cat I'm not a cat fan at all. I mean I'm not like a dog lover or anything like that. I don't hate dogs, some dog owners drive me nuts, but being a cat fan or be a cat opposed to the dog never ever. Ever would I want that to happen? I'm
2: laughing right now because Devin uh. best he better be glad oh, he yeah? went to you first with that one it not. Really? Me. <laughs> why
1: you want to share the glass?
2: Uh, uh I don't want to share it. Okay, we you, love
1: being on air. You tell me, off, you tell me off the air. <laughs> yep. Good. <laughs> There's a reason.
0: There's a reason why I'm asking the questions in the order that I am. More on that later. <laughs> All right, Harry. I saw you do your thing in Louisville. You know we're interested in you. How many ways could you use a brick? In a minute Well actually The the
2: correct pronunciation Is um, uh, Louisville Answer the question please Not Louisville
0: Answer the question Thank you Wow Wow
2: How many different ways Could I use a brick in a minute I'll go five
0: Please explain
1: Yes
2: Uh, I can throw it down on the ground I can throw it at you I can hold it on my shoulder Okay I can put it on my foot And just balance it Okay or I can take it around my back like a basketball.
0: Okay, very interesting. Uh, we, we were yeah. thinking about you in the first, but it might have just dropped down in the third. Yeah. Okay, um, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Freddie. Yes. What kind of fish are you? If you could be, If you could be any kind of fish.
1: A shark. Always in the waters. Knowing I'm the biggest, baddest, you know what in that water. And anybody tries to take me on. I'm just going to eat them and keep on moving. I would definitely be a shark.
0: All right, so I'm going to ask the same question to Harry because I don't (laughs) have that many more questions. (laughs) (laughs) Harry, what kind of fish would you be? And you can't answer the same. Okay.
2: Uh, For me, I would have to say a whale. Okay. Uh, One of the biggest in the ocean. Okay. But can go deep, deep, deep down in that water.
1: Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Whoa, wait hold on hold wait on a minute. why is he getting buzzed me because, why, because why, ryan Malik why are you buzzing him i do not believe a whale is a fish i'm not
0: 100 sure I, but it's, it's, a, a, mammal. Sure. Oh, it's right. a mammal oh yeah you're right oh yeah you're, a right. Right. you're down to the the biology teacher freddie uh,
1: it was inside i had to say something yeah, i know in, in seinfeld episode i, 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 I pulled the other well, big, big fish mammal. clearly i would have right.
2: chose a shark but i can't use a shark
0: you're sliding, you, you're sliding down our draft board. I'm not going to wow, lie. Wow, really? I'm not going to lie. You, hey, you got, you if you're a, on it. You know what? The hell oh, with wow. your draft board. You have, <laughs> whoa. you have a couple more questions.
2: Your right? team just isn't I, for me. We're going to tell the other teams <laughs> about that, Harry.
1: By the way, if you got a combine question for Freddie and Harry, Triple H say ESPN, as I put the number out there with fear. 888-729-3776. you got a combine question that could be non-football related. I guarantee you it's going to be. Bring it. We want to hear it. We want to answer it. Triple H, say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Devin, continue.
0: We still like you, HD. Here's the next, here's the next that one. That was a dolphin, wasn't it? That was, that was a, dolphin.
1: a dolphin, yeah. a boy.
0: Also a mammal. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Lat. <Lack. laughs> <laughs> Harry. Well done. You have a chance here. Mm-hmm. Question is this. Are you afraid of clowns? Why or why not?
2: Am I f- afraid of clowns? <laughs> Um, no, I'm actually not afraid of clowns. I think the only thing I fear
0: is God. God-fearing man, I like that. Okay. That's right. You're yeah. back to the fourth round.
1: Uh, Freddie. Wow, jeez. <laughs> Are you afraid of clowns, Freddie? <laughs> not afraid of clowns. I just worry about clowns. Like, what kind of human being to make people laugh, especially kids, but feel the need to put on makeup and fake hair and, and have big shoes... The only clown I really liked in my life was the Homie clown. the Clown because Homie didn't play that.
2: That's right. Exactly. But other
1: than that, I'm not afraid of clowns. I just Happy look at them clown. with skepticism and go, hmm, why do you need to do this to make a living as far as that goes? I can't believe we're playing uh, Sending the clowns.
0: Thank you, Matlack. All right, Freddie, you're up next with the next question. I always right. wanted to do this, by the way.
1: I know you did. You take great perverse clown pleasure. Playing this right now, Ryan. I can't believe
2: right. I said a mammal for a fish. It's okay. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I was I was forced into it. Yeah, yeah. This, is, yeah this is tough. This shark, shark okay.
0: Right,
2: that's enough for that.
0: <laughs> yeah, can you cut that, please? <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right,
0: Freddie. Right. This is the question to you. Okay. So far you're a first rounder. Okay. Oh, good. Would you share your internet history with us?
1: Yeah, I have nothing to hide. Go right ahead. <laughs> Whatever you make out of it. That's on you, but I don't have a bad internet history. I don't have any skeletons or clowns in my closet or anything like that. So yeah, have at it.
0: I, yeah, I believe you, Mr. Coleman. Yeah. Uh
1: Mr. Douglas, same question to you, sir. <laughs> I wish people could see Harry's face. <laughs> Most definitely I would share my internet history with Dude, you. The best part, of your face, your your eyebrows raised. Yeah, why not? I got nothing to hide. <laughs> yeah, like I,
2: I didn't look up anything crazy today. <laughs> oh,
1: today. Good caveat, by the way. I didn't look up anything crazy today. <laughs> Good answer. You're back to the third round. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. By, by the way, Michael Stewart 301 says a killer whale is a fish. So Ooh. there you guys, oh, cool. Michael yeah. Stewart. Michael Stewart, five hundred one. Thanks for weighing in on Twitter, Coleman, ESPN. Well, that he said said Killer it. whale is a fish, so now thank your, you, your Draft grade just increased for Harry Douglas. He now didn't I'm in say the second.
0: Killer round. whale. He said whale. Hey. He didn't well, specify what I mean, type of whale. I'm, oh, I'm okay. that's what he meant, in though, one. right? I, I'm side mean, with Harry whale. In this whale. Yeah. All right. This is the most elaborate question. Okay. Freddie, you're up first. All right. Well, actually, it's Harry first. Harry, it is. Uh huh. All right, Harry. Here's the scenario. Also,
2: get more organized as an organization. It starts at the top.
0: All right, oh. boy. Now you're down. To him. Him. You're Wait on, on a free agent <laughs> right now. Security. Oh, great. great. All right, <laughs> Mister Douglas. You're on a mountain in Alaska. I know we, we've our intel shows us that you've been there before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On a bus going 100 miles per hour. Where are you sitting on the bus? Well, a bus in Alaska would not be going
2: 100 miles per hour, sir. Answer the question. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Where am I I sitting on the bus? Mm -hmm. I'm sitting in the middle of the bus. Why? I want to know. Because if I figured out that this bus I could be sitting in the front, but once I see this thing is about to be picking up speed, I need to get to the middle. Because if it crashes, I don't want to be in the front. True. Also, I don't want to be in the back yep. if we fall off a cliff. You because never do. Yeah, I can get hurt, so I would rather be in the middle.
1: That's a great answer. I like that. I'm going to steal your answer for my combine answer <laughs> 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 because at first I'm thinking I probably want to be in the front. So I guess maybe to hold on, and maybe maybe I want to see what befall, but what's going to be fall. If I'm thinking, no hell, I don't want to see that. I don't want to be part of that. i nope. with you and I are going to be in the middle of the bus. That's right. Everybody else just going to be kicked out to the front or kicked out to the back, as far as that goes. Triple H, say ESPN. 888 3776 Give us your NFL combine questions, like Devin Kane just did with a little assistant from Ryan Matlack, who brought in a Senator the Clown song, which makes everybody go, they're just creepy. 888 3776 What are your combine questions for Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas?
2: Well, owner Devin Kane should be impressed with me because I hold everyone accountable. That's right? so, true. So if I feel like you like that, that's a leadership quality,
1: Devin Kane. No doubt, that, that, that's very good. Yeah, the I response. was
0: hoping I was hoping instead of the middle of the bus, you would have said you wouldn't be on the front of the bus trying to stop the driver from going 100 miles, Take more of a leadership. Role. Yeah, that
2: yeah, that may make us crash. Yeah, well, you know, yeah. I, I would have rather <laughs> had you
0: answer that. So yeah, yeah. yeah
2: that'd undrafted. Be, that'd be like yeah, a, you want you want us to kill everybody on the bus well, what because t- I'm trying to stop the what? guy driving. What if he's just angry at the world? Thank you. And just. Just takes us over the cliff. Exactly. What
1: that a, wasn't a scenario. Thank you very much. <laughs> what a tough evaluator when it comes to Devin Kane. John, <laughs> it sounds Maj- personal to it, me. It, it's quite personal. Quite personal. Ashley Ellis on Twitter at Coleman ESPN and at h 83 says Michael Jackson or Prince?
2: I'm going Michael Jackson.
1: I'm going I'm Michael go- Jackson too. And I'm, a I'm pr- going Michael Jackson. I'm a Prince fanatic. And believe me, I have so many CDs of Prince. My wife says, no more buying stuff from Prince. But
2: Mike had dance moves too, man.
1: Michael Jackson had everything. He really done with like, you. Uh, I'm I, going with Mike. I, I'm, I'm siding with, instead of, instead of Purple Rain, I'm going to go off the wall when it comes to Michael hey
2: Jackson. He. He, he. I, I need some water. <laughs> he,
1: he. There you go. John in Virginia, what kind of NFL combine question you have for Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas and Freddie and Harry?
0: Well, first off... <clears throat> Killer should have been implied cuz it's Harry Killer Douglas, right? So they knew they knew
1: there was a killer well. Thank boy, you, boy. But, Uh that Okay. That Number
0: 1 question, big important, what kind of candy bar would you be if you could be a candy
2: bar?
1: Ooh, Ooh that's a for, good one.
2: For me, my favorite, Mr. Good Bar.
1: <laughs> Mr. Good bar. <laughs> I like Oh that. yeah.
2: For, for, you get the best of uh-huh.
1: chocolate. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And also nuts. nuts. Full of nuts. Exactly. Yeah that for mine would be be a snickers bar because you get chocolate you get peanuts and you get the extra bonus nougat and caramel ooh,
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ooh. <Hey. laughs> even john's laughing <laughs> <laughs>
1: Freddie loves the nougat. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie loves the nougat, that baby. The, that was the best part me. With Jonathan Jennings, he was, like, laughing in the background. Laurie in Illinois with NFL Combine question you have for me and Harry Douglas, my friend. Hi, you guys.
0: I love your show. Thank you. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Absolutely. Um, so how would you describe the color red to a person who is blind?
1: Ooh, good question. Ooh,
2: for me – it's bright. It's aggressive. Mm-hmm. It it talks to you. Mm-hmm. It emphasizes. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's good. it's bold.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. I like that. That's how I would describe okay, it. I would describe red, Laurie in Illinois, as vibrant, but deadly if you're not careful.
0: Ooh, I like that, Freddie. <laughs> Thank you. I would say. Oh, no one asked me. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's say, for example, this. Let's say, for example, the person being interviewed is a defender. Okay. I want to see the red in your eyes when you see the when you see a ball carrier coming in the backfield. Oh, field. there we that's, go. That's that's how I would describe mm. it. There we go. First round mentality. That's tasty on that okay. one.
1: Not opposed to that one. Okay. One of our new favorites, Biscuit in Chicago. Biscuit, one NFL combine question: Do you have for Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas, my friend?
2: Family, family, what's
1: going on? Honey? We're good, fam. Yeah, we're
2: good, fam.
1: Man, I, I'm just trying to be like Wolf and be your favorite. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Okay, Woo! biscuit. You know you what? Know, you, know, you know biscuit? We're making you a favorite. Uh-huh. Not yeah. just a new favorite, you're just a favorite now. You're right. You, you 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 no longer have that new car smell. You're family, so you're a favorite. Hey, I, <laughs> I, I I got that that,
2: that, that funky lettuce smell. <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> the, 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 you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey yo! Hey yo! Hey what?
2: Hey question, man! I didn't even know what the question was. I just wanted to call and rap with y'all, man, and, and, and become, become one of the favorites, man. But hey, Kyrie handles or Jason Williams handles, which one?
1: Oh, that's a good one. Ooh. Ooh. You know what? Ooh.
2: I'm Ooh, going good. to go yeah. with Kyrie. Okay, because All he, right. I like the way he finishes with his handles.
1: Okay, I'm going to go with white chocolate. Go white chocolate. Williams. I'm going with him, man, because.
2: Dave, what you know about that? What you know go. about white chocolate, brother? Dave.
1: For those who don't know about what Jason Williams, I know he knows a lot about that. For those who don't know about Jason Williams, believe me, do yourself a favor: Google him. White chocolate, Jason Williams from back in the day in the NBA. He and Randy Moss played in the same high school basketball team in the state of West Virginia. So yeah, Google that, bro.
2: So, brother Dave, I got one question for you. Yeah. You always do. Um, how would you describe mm-hmm. chocolate? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Silky. we might have to do this again tomorrow <laughs> like combine questions we might, we're gonna have to do this again tomorrow with the fans and I'm sure Devin Kane will come up with more I
2: love our show man. Absolute, I really uh,
1: do of that. Well, real quick one last one Corey Johnson says combine question would you rather be the star of a major motion picture or the primary screenwriter of the same movie I'm going to
2: go screenwriter because I'm going to make more money that way.
1: Okay. No, I want to be the star. I want to be Denzel. You can be Spike Lee all you want. I want to be Denzel. <laughs> <laughs> I want people to say, we came to see Freddie Coleman. Who wrote the movie? Doesn't really matter. We came to see him <laughs> as far as that goes. We're going to do this again tomorrow. Combine questions that you will ask Freddie and Harry. So we're going to do this tomorrow. So be here with us from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern time on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Serious XM Channel 80. And I always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. And wait until you hear about the worst in-laws Ever part of in other news. Keep it here on Freddie and Harry. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. It is the Freddie and Harry Wednesday Groovathon. Here's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Serious Section Channel 80. And always tell you a smart speaker to play ESPN radio each and every night about this time. We know that things are going on in your life. It's way, way too busy for you to keep updated on anything, sports or not sports related. Lucky for you, that's where Harry and I come in. They may not be the top stories of the day.
0: In other news.
1: But you need to be in the know. This is in other news. There's no doubt by the time you finish hearing this story, you're going to say to yourself, These are the worst in-laws ever. Now, this young lady who's Charmaine nameless, Alexandra, she and her boyfriend had a fairy tale relationship. Fairy tale engagement. Her boyfriend was born into a wealthy family in Mexico, but she was not from a rich family. And that was not good for the in-laws, who did everything they could to stop this marriage from happening. Here's how they did it. The family rejected the prospect of welcoming Alexandra by these ways. Because she didn't have any lack of money, they started calling her a gold digger. She ignored the constant complaints from the in-laws. When they announced their engagement, her soon-to-be mother-in-law faked a heart attack. Not plain, faked a heart attack. She blamed the couple for her heart attack and demanded that her son cover all the medical costs. And then this, February 18th, they're getting married. The groom's parents did not show up. They didn't want any part of this. So she's standing in front of the church, her dad hand and her hand together, preparing to walk down the aisle, and she felt splashes hitting her back. As, she, as the crowd goes, what the bleep? She spun around and had multiple splatters of red paint dripping down her gown onto the tiles behind her. The family had somebody throw red paint on her dress right before walking down the aisle.
2: That's terrible. Mm -hmm. In in every way you could think of, Freddie.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way, they weren't finished. When they heard, because she had a dress just in case, so she had a Uh different dress to take pictures in. According to a thread on Reddit, The in-laws learned where they were going to be going on their honeymoon, and they sent an anonymous tip to the police saying they could find drugs there, explaining that the bride might be in possession of those drugs. The police showed up. They searched. Nothing was there. They apologized, and they moved on and let the couple enjoy their honeymoon. Also, by the way, the family of the groom tried to hide his passport and visa.
2: And here's the funny thing. Mm -hmm. Through all that nonsense, those two still got married. Yeah, they did. And, and and they didn't let that break them up. It, it you know what's crazy? It probably made them stronger.
1: Oh, there's no doubt about that. It well, made them stronger. Well, definitely Alexander, although Ryan Matlack said, "Man, he likes this version to beat the parents."
2: <laughs> but, but I I just I don't like when Yeah. parents do stuff like that.
1: Yeah. If I'm that couple, if I'm Alexandra and my new husband says, "Honey, where do you want to live? Where do your parents live? Over there, at least 1500 miles."
2: Well, <laughs> At least, and I, and, and I hate to say this, this is the kind of stuff that will yeah. make you disown your parents. Absolutely,
1: you know? when when they're that unhinged like that, where they went through all this to try to keep you from marrying somebody who was not in the same status as their son. You can't be anywhere. There's no family reunion. I, I will say
2: this. If, if, if they feel like it's a mistake that he's marrying her, right. let him learn from his mistake.
1: No doubt let, about Let that. him go through
2: that. Don't, yeah. don't force the issue for
1: him. Well, the one, I'll never forget this quick story about somebody not wanting their daughter to marry somebody else, a player who played college basketball. His dad was part of the Nigerian embassy, but his grandfather did not want those two to get together. So he had to put in jail for five days. <laughs> to keep him <laughs> away from his daughter and it didn't stop him and somebody said when did the thought happen he said when the grandkids came around then the grandfather was fine <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: horrible just completely. horrible
1: completely Amber and Ian comes your way next and we can guarantee you they would not be bickering like in-laws for Harry Douglas I'm Freddie Coleman this has been Freddie and Harry on the mighty ESPN Radio take care God bless and keep cool thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio